Alright, this is Big John on Panic Attack, and we'll be with you right after the Battle Hammer of the Republic.
love that song. That just gives me chills. That, that, that really does. So you can follow me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. I want to read aloud for you the Declaration of Independence, and I'll probably throw some things in here too. But you've got to understand there are things in this document. This is the reason we celebrate the July 4th holiday, Independence Day. Uh, this was revolu literally revolutionary. A revolutionary war was fought because of this. Uh, the war was already going on, but <clears throat> this these 13 colonies had to show the rest of the world they were serious. And this had to be a un unanimous vote by the 13 colonies. So, it starts out in Congress, July 4, 1776. And, and by the way, this, let's back up. This is from archives.gov founding docs slash declaration transcript the note at the top says the text in this transcript of the stone engraving of the parchment of the declaration of independence the document displayed in the rotunda of the national archives museum the spelling and punctuation reflects the original so, in Congress, July 4, 1776, the unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America. <clears throat> they went from 13 individual states, each wanting to govern themselves, to uniting under one. Okay, against the greatest superpower in the world, the untouchable British army, the King of England. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and assume among the powers of the earth, the separate and equal station of which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. This is <clears throat> our 56 founding fathers declaring themselves separate. They want separation from the crown. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator, Creator with a capital C, 
creator with certain unalienable rights, rights capitalized with a capital R, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Life with a capital L, liberty with a capital L, happiness with a capital H. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their powers from the consent of the governed. Government derives its power from the consent of the people. That was a revolutionary idea. That was an idea unheard of before. It was always from the government to the people that the rules were set, that the governing of how you will live your life was set down to you by the government. These guys said, no, 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 no. God gave us inalienable rights and we tell you what those rights are and then you make the laws that guarantee those rights and keep us free. You don't dictate to us the law and how we live. We dictate to the government. That's something that's being lost in America today. <clears throat> that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and to institute new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as they shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for the light or transient causes, and accordingly, all experiences, all experience hath, sh hath sown, shown, pardon me, that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evidences as designed to reduce them under absolute depositum, depositum, despotism, pardon me. It is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been 
the patient sufferance of these colonies <clears throat> and such is now the necessity which the constraints them to alter their former systems of government the history of the present king of great britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations all having in direct object them the establishment of absolute tyranny over these states to prove this let these facts be submitted to a candid world he has refused his assent to law the most wholesome and necessary for the public good he has forbidden the governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless suspended in their own operation till his assent should be obtained and when so suspended he utterly neglected to attend to them so the king was totally ignoring the laws and the wishes and the ability of the American soul's right to breathe and causing suffering in these colonies he has refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of large districts of people unless those people would relinquish the right of representation in the legislature, a right inestimable to them and formidable to tyrants only. He has called together legislative bodies at places unusual, uncomfortable, and distant from the depository of their public records for the sole purpose of fatiguing them into compliance with his measures. He has dissolved representative houses repeatedly for opposing with mainly fairness, or pardon me, mainly firmness in his invasions on the rights of the people. He has refused for a long time after such dissolutions to cause others to be elected, whereby the legislative powers incapable of annihilation have returned to the people at large for their exercise, the state remaining in the meantime exposed to all the dangerous invasions from without and conclusive with and convulsage is within. <clears throat> he has endeavored to prevent the population of these states for that purpose, obstructing the laws for naturalization of foreigners, refusing to pass others to encourage their migrations hither 
and raising the conditions of new appropriations of land. He has obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his assent to laws for establishing judiciary powers. He has made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices and the amount and payment of their salaries. He has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance. He has kept among us in times of peace standing armies without the consent of our legislatures. He has <clears throat> affected to render the military independent and of and, or independent of and superior to the civil power. He has combined with others to subject us to a jurisdiction of foreign to our constitution, unacknowledged by our laws, giving his assessment assent to their acts of pretended legislation. And these are the acts of pretended legislation. For quartering large bodies of armed troops among us, for protecting them by a mock trial from punishment for any murders which they commit on the inhabitants of these states, for cutting off our trade with all parts of the world, for imposing taxes on us without our consent, for depriving us in many cases of the benefits of trial by jury, for transporting us beyond seas to be tried for pretend offenses, for abolishing the free system of English laws in the neighboring province, establishing therein an arbitrary government, and enlarging the boundaries so as to render it at article an example on and fit instrument for introducing the same absolute rule to the law in these colonies, for taking our charters, abolishing our most valuable laws, and altering fundamentally the forms of our governments, for suspending our own legislatures and declaring themselves invested with the power to legislate for us all cases whatsoever. For er, he has abdicted government here, and by declaring us out of his protection and waging war against us, he has plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burnt our towns, and destroyed lives of our people. He, at this time, transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of death, desolation, and tyranny, already begun with the circumstances of cruelty 
and purifying scarcely paralleled in the most barbarous ages and totally unworthy the head of civilized nations. He has constrained our fellow citizens, taken captive on the high seas, to bear arms against this country, to become executioners of their friends and brethren, or to fall themselves by their hands. He has excited domestic insurrections among us and endeavored to bring the inhabitants of our frontiers, the merciless Indian savages who, whose known rule of warfare is undistinguishable destruction of all ages, sexes, and conditions. In every um, stage of oppression, we have petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. Our repeated petition, petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant is unfit to be the ruler of free people. Nor have we been wanting in attentions to our British brethren. We have warned them from time to time of attempts by their legislators, legislatures to extend an unwarrantable jurisdiction over us. We have remained we have reminded them of the circumstances of our emigration and settlement here. We have appealed to them to their native justice and magnanimity, and we have conjured them by the ties of our common kindred to disavow these usurpations which would inevitably interrupt our connections and correspondence. They too have been deaf to the voice of justice and of consanguinity. We must therefore acquiesce in the necessity which denounces our separation and hold them as we hold the rest of mankind, enemies in war, in friends' peace. We therefore, the representatives of the United States of America, in the General Congress assembled, appealing to the Supreme Judge of the world for restitute of our intentions, do in the name name capitalized and by the authority authority capitalized of the good people people capitalized of these colonies solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states that are absolved of all allegiance to the british crown and that all political connections 
between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved and that as a free independent states they have full power to levy war conclude peace contract alliances establish commerce and allow all other acts and things which independent states may right do and for support of this declaration with a firm reliance on the protection of divine province we mutually pledge to each other our lives our fortunes and our sacred honor and it's signed here from Georgia uh, Maryland Delaware Massachusetts North Carolina Virginia New York Rhode Island <clears throat> South Carolina New Jersey Connecticut Massachusetts John Hancock is the only signer from Massachusetts Pennsylvania and New Hampshire so there they said it they spelled out their grievances with the king they decided they said this is what our God wants for men to be free and that we are all created equally in his image those were unheard of ideas and thoughts in that time so God bless you all happy Independence Day and be safe pray for one another I'll see you next time God bless you another one of my favorites by Ray Charles wait 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 we got back to some this is like at the end I love this song by Ray Charles.
Amen. God shed his grace on thee. 